by Dr. Joe Mashevitz. Getting to know the people of Muncie and Delaware County, Indiana in a way you've never heard before. It's another way we're using our voice to build our community from Woof Boom Radio and 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, WMUN. Here's your host, Dr. Joe. Hey, 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 everybody. Good morning and welcome to all kinds of people. WMUN, the talk of Muncie. And it has taken me months, absolutely months, to finally sit in this chair and boot the person out of this chair who spends much of his life there, Steve Lindell. Hi. How you like being over in the guest chair, Steve? To be quite honest, I'm very nervous, Dr. Joe. You are? Yeah. Well, and, and, and I think it's proof positive that you've officially run out of guests if you've, if you've got to ask me not, to be your guest. No. That's not the case. I mean, we are a little low on it. But <laughs> no, no, that's Steve, please, please, please. So uh, everybody who just heard that response has heard that voice for 30-plus years throughout all of central Indiana and beyond. I view Steve as the voice of central Indiana, not only – emceeing a variety of events throughout the year for so many different groups and clubs, but being the morning man for the longest time ever, 30-plus years, now doing news. But, Steve, let's jump back to Minnesota. Minnesota? Okay. It's a longer O. It's Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. There you okay. go. There you go. Good job. <laughs> Give me a little sense of the Lindell family growing up, and then I'm going to kind of ask you about that WYRQ thing that you ventured down to oh, at a young age. Thank entertaining you. yeah, and yeah, informing, yeah. Q92. Yeah. Um, the baby of five uh, children. Okay. And no, I wasn't spoiled. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I grew up a block away from, uh, from my first uh, elementary school, so I walked to school uphill both ways in the middle of winter. I walked to elementary school, too. Thank oh, was you. it a block? No, it was about five blocks. Ooh, that's but a it was big okay. One. Yeah, I know. Uh, eventually, after I got through the schooling stuff, uh, living on the west side of Little Falls, by the way, Little Falls, Minnesota, west side's the best side, east side's the least side. These things are all ingrained in me as a, uh, a ute, yep. uh, as they say. I went to uh, work at the radio station in town. I knew that I wanted to be on the radio since I was teeny tiny. I don't know why. No one else in the family did. you pursue is. any of that in high school? Uh, no, there was no, radio, no radio class. However, there was an explorer post that was formed, a division of Cub Scouts, at one of the local radio stations. And I, you know, raised my hand and showed up for the first meeting. And uh, the rest, as they say, is history there. Yeah, um... I mean, you started off there, and then we head down to South St. Cloud, Minnesota, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Minnesota. Long ago, good okay, job. Fine. <laughs> Where you were the program director and um, did some PM drive, nighttime drive, mm -hmm. but um, you drifted down south for a while, um, unpacked, and 
went down to Arkansas. Little Rock, Arkansas. Little Rock, Arkansas. I worked for KKYK, which was on the 31st floor of the TCBY Tower in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. 31st floor. Coolest Whoa. studios ever. You got Whoa. to ride a jet elevator up and down to work every day. I was there just to give you a sense for the timing of this. It was the year that some guy named Bill Clinton was running for president. He was then the governor of Arkansas, and he was running for the big chair. He won. So what I was able to do, again, there's a lot of special, unique things in a broadcaster's lives that you just remember. Being in the city of the person that won the presidency on that night was a really Yeah, that's cool, a good memory. Cool it's got to be a very good memory yep, yep, yep. back then. So I want to spin back just a second. All right. You got four other siblings. Um, did any of them get involved in similar activities? Broadcasting, uh, you mean? Yeah. No. No, not no. at all. Okay. The two older brothers are uh, were salesmen. Okay. They sold uh, paper products and uh, and some uh, LTL trucking. Uh, you know, you fill up loads right. for for companies to be shipped around the the world. Uh, one sister lives in Portland, Oregon. Uh, still to this date, she was a social worker for her uh, her life. She's now got some medical conditions that took her out of the active uh, world, uh, but she's uh, there still. And then the other sisters in uh, the Minneapolis area too. She's the oldest of the five, so uh, there's the rundown of the family situation. And you're the baby. I'm the, the baby. baby. And yeah. Child and yeah. So when you headed to Muncie, Indiana, did you really ever anticipate? 30-plus years later? Dr. Joe Mashevitz, I had never heard of Muncie, Indiana before I had did to Muncie, Indiana. What was the attraction? What was the interest? The job. <laughs> I was in Little Rock, Arkansas right. at the time. That radio station had changed formats three times in the, in the year that I was there for radio people that might know what that means. That's not what we call stable. So I knew that it was uh, not necessarily the perfect place for me. I liked working in a big market. That was fun for an experience sort of uh, situation. There were a lot of neat people that I got to, you know, get to know and, and learn and be around. But being south of the Mason-Dixon line was very difficult for a northerner, me. Uh, so Especially that was, for a Minnesota. Oh, well, there was a lot of hurry up and wait. I wasn't really good at that. And... Uh, um, I, I was I was anxious to get back farther north, and I heard about an opening in Muncie, Indiana, at the time WLBC. I don't know if you've ever heard of that station. WLBC, and they flew me up here to uh, to interview for the job. Uh, I was picked up and 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 brought immediately to the opening uh, games of the sectional basketball tournament when it was one class the way it's supposed to be in the Indiana. The home of basketball. So I got to go to the North Walnut Street Fieldhouse. They brought me right up to the very top where the broadcast was happening with Jeff Weller and Maury Manny's right next <sighs> to me. And I sat there patiently watching the games uh, and enjoyed every moment of it. Where do you? I'm going to ask you a question now. For dinner, after they broke down the equipment and brought me out to that affair uh, official ceremonial first dinner, where do you think they brought me to in Muncie, Indiana? Well, um, Pizza King. Because yeah, <laughs> you're trying. King. Where would you bring somebody from out of town for their first meal, right? Royal Feast Pan, Royal baby. Royal Feast Pan Pizza King. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're with Steve Lindell, everybody. I'm not sure I have to tell you that because I know the voice is very recognizable. It's just kind of interesting that he is in the guest chair and I'm in his chair very as we do this program today. That's pretty cool. So 
Here we are in Muncie. Um, Going to kick on air. You liked what you saw. They liked you. But did you anticipate 30-plus years? No, I really didn't think about it that way. Um, I, I, I have enjoyed being here this long and making this home because – because I've lived here now longer than I lived when I was a, a kid in, in Minnesota, uh, was able to meet and marry my beautiful wife, Nancy, which is an outstanding aside to Muncie, Indiana, and uh, had some great experiences through the time and some tr- trying ones and difficult ones, but doesn't everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, when you mention Nancy, mm-hmm. when you're away from the microphone, which I anticipate is like two hours a day. That's a little high, actually. <laughs> what do the two of you venture off and do? I know you are big with the barbecue. Thank you. I will cook any kind of meat or veggie. I'm actually looking in the studio to see if there's a barbecue, but there's not one. You know, here. the I'm owner of the place, Jay Chapman, has asked me to withhold all cooking to the outside of the building, please, for, for sniffs yeah, yeah, and smells. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, cooking is, is outstanding fun for me. It is therapeutic. No one knows this about me. I love doing yard work. I've gotten pretty good at it. Our yard is not an award-winning, you know, front of a magazine. But in good shape, and it gets you outside. You better believe it. Yep, yep. I love golfing. Uh, that takes too much time, though, so I have not done near enough of that, especially in in recent summers. But my goal always is the next summer. Oh, you know, that, that's going to happen. Could just work. play nine holes. Nope, you, nope, no, you don't do no, that. No, no, no. No quick magic. It's at 18 or nothing. We're with Steve Lindell, everybody, and he's actually allowing me some time to chat as we do this interview. We're going to come back and pursue a little bit more about some of the activities that he's been involved with in the community. And I'm just delighted that we've got to switch chairs this morning. So stay tuned to all kinds of people and some more with Steve Lindell. WMUN's All Kinds of People with Dr. Joe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, As I said during the first part of the show, we're with Steve Lindell. I'm in Steve's chair where he has spent 30-plus years of his life, and um, I get to put him over in the guest chair. So welcome again to All Kinds of People, sir. Being in the Dr. Joe Ringer here is, is a difficult uh, place to be. Are you going to make me cry before the end of the no, show? No, is this no. like Oprah? Is that, We're is not going to get emotional, okay. thank you. We're not going to pursue Walters. any emotional go talks. Okay. We're right. quite Good. fine, thank you. Thank heavens. So right now, <laughs> Vice President of Programming at Wolf Boom Radio, Director of News Operations, Morning News Anchor, General Manager of the Muncie Journal, what what triggered the whole start of the Muncie Journal? That was uh, definitely the brainchild of our owner, Jay Chapman. And you can't do anything like that, as you know, Dr. Joe, without the right people in place. And it just so happened that we had the absolute perfect person in place. His name is Mike Rhodes. And he had a conversation, Jay Chapman, with Mike Rhodes and, and them with each other. 
and the idea was germinated. It was uh, uh, created from scratch. It was built up by Mike. Jay Chapman would give all the credit to Mike Rhodes for creating what was a, a blank sheet of paper to be yeah, you know, web-wise. I was fascinated from the very start of that, and it's just so unique to have that tied into a radio operation as well. And the mission of it was, was very clear from the outset, as uh, described and put together by Jay Chapman and Mike Rhodes, and, and fantastic addition to our our broadcasting portfolio. Yeah, it's been very interesting and um, brings all sorts of good news to bear in what's happening in the community. Um, how do you juggle a schedule where there are people that want you to MC events, host events, because that means you've got to prepare, you've got to understand who's getting what, um, away from your job here, how do you how do you get into all that, and what's it like being called upon by community groups, which you've done so many, to MC events that bring so many different people together? Well, I think it's one of the things that uh, is unique and different about the way that I I uh, believe is an important way for humans, but also broadcasters to uh, uh, interact with people. Uh, lots of times in our media, sometimes we sit in a studio and we uh, introduce records. I still call them records. Or uh, we might um, take a phone call and give away some concert tickets. That's all good stuff. That's all fine. But I think when you get out in and among the people, it's always different, whether it's emceeing a Chamber of Commerce event or a, 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 a Christmas sing for the schools uh, or an awards presentation or ceremony or a ribbon cutting for a, a business or, or on and on and on. Uh, my beautiful wife, Nancy, would be the first one to tell you Steve's really bad at saying no. So there's that. Uh, you asked about how to manage that I stuff. I appreciate Nancy's insight into that. Thank you, because I'm quite aware of your schedule. And um, you harp on me, too, from afar. I certainly have that from Yeah, Dr. I do Joe that Bishabitz. once in a while. Thank you. But anyway, I... I, 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 I value the, the connection with people, and I think that that does a lot of good for us as broadcasters and as a business, because we're, we're a business, of course, in the end, um, to, uh, to, to get ingrained into their lives in a, in a different kind of a way. And that, that's, why we, that's why we do those sorts of things. It does mean, though, that you really have to juggle schedules sometimes because mm -hmm. when those events happen, they normally happen after, quote, business hours, which means you've made a commitment to get to know other people and host various things. And I do wonder sometimes um, what, what that involves in terms of getting to know the actual people um, and the groups so that you can do your incredible job of emceeing such events. Well, it, it helps me for the broadcaster uh, side of me, too, because... If, let's say, we were doing an event right now and I didn't know you, Dr. Joe, um, I would be learning you and getting to know you. And then when I'm on the radio the next day or the next week or whatever, I can speak firsthand to a real-life experience at which I met and interacted with Dr. Joe Mashevitz, and here's what I learned, and here's who I think he is. And I think listeners uh, gain from that because, again, it's not – notes that I'm reading on a piece of paper, mm -hmm. it's personal experience. And I think yeah. that matters, and I think it's it's different. It's more difficult than reading bullet points from a 
from a, a script, but I think it's it's far more valuable. But aren't good things more often than not more difficult to do? Uh, generally speaking, I think yeah, that's I true. Yeah, I think they are, okay. and and I applaud you because I think given the time that you have spent interviewing people, you do get to know these guests. I've seen you in the lobby saying hi to people from a variety of different backgrounds. And once you get to know them, you get to know their organizations or their clubs or the civic things they're trying to do. And through having them on your show, you learn more about them, but you get more plugged into them as well. And as you do these interviews, don't you find there are so many more good people and good stories in our midst than even you were aware of in the first place? Yeah, I mean, I I think I appreciate that part about much of what you do on the air because it's not always about the bad breaking news. It's about the people that are having impact uh, or making a difference in somebody's life. And so it becomes really important, I think, to bring those people in. And you've just done a great job of that in your 30-plus years here. That's pretty interesting. So... When you do unplug, like you take the headsets off, maybe for three hours a day or yeah, four. I, I, do, I do have earbuds um, <laughs> without a plug. You do barbecuing. <laughs> yes. You, you don't do as much golf as you want. You do some gardening. But are there other things, Nancy, and you venture off to just kind of unwind? Full disclosure, I do zero gardening. I do the lawn work. If there's gardening to be done, Nancy has the green thumb. She does all oh, the pretty stuff. Oh, hobby. What's that? Oh, I, just, I just wanted to be, wanted to be clear. Well, wait a minute. You started off with gardening. Now you're down to just cutting the lawn? Well, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean like, you know, landscaping and, oh, okay, and, and okay. making the yard pretty. Oh, and there's fertilizer. Oh, that's, and, yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. Okay, fine. It's a little more complicated than that. But anyway. Anyway, yeah. uh, in answer to your question, uh, Nancy and I like to travel, uh, and that's also another way, I think, for uh, to gain experience from a firsthand perspective. Uh, watching a movie or, or watching a travel channel or whatever is, is fine and dandy, but being in the middle of the ocean on a ship, we really like cruising. Nancy and I have done several of those uh, together. Just great fun. Any Pete, favorite spots? Uh, everyone, everyone we've been. Okay. E- except for one, our least favorite. I could, I could give you that. Cuba. Cuba was difficult. We, we sailed to Cuba. Uh, it was a great experience and seeing the differences between what we as Americans are accustomed to and take advantage or take uh, for granted, I think. But to go up, you know, walking up and down the streets and seeing the history of Cuba and how they've been through trials and tribulations and how excited they are to get their their daily ration of a loaf of bread and milk. And you're you're looking at the tour guide and going, what did you just say? Yep. You know, we just go to the grocery store and get what we need when we want it, right? right? Well, we take that for granted. It's not that way everywhere, but... The people that we interacted with in in Cuba were fantastic and and interesting, but that trip was one of the most arduous uh, from behind the scenes uh, that that made it kind not of a, not as exciting as all the other ones. Yeah, but it was a great experience. One of those eye opening trips of how fortunate we are. We like exactly. Yeah. We like lakes. Nancy and I both like the lakes. She has shown me her love of nature. Is this back in Minnesota with uh, lakes? We do that, absolutely. Every summer we uh, travel back to visit my family, which is now her family too. 
Um, we always spend part of that time, the summer trip, at a lake. And uh, Lake Superior, more often than not, where the uh, ah, good old Michigan wreck right. of the Edmund Fitzgerald happen, yeah. um, and uh, and family and and friends uh, also very very important to, to both of us too. Great to hear how Mr. Lindell and Nancy spend their time when he's not sitting at the mic. And I want to appreciate and say thanks to Steve Lindell for coming in this morning and actually allowing me to take his chair, thank you, as we made him our guest on all kinds of people. Steve, thanks so much for what you do and what you contribute to the community, and thanks for being a guest on all kinds of people. Honored to be in your midst, Dr. Joe Mischewitz, the award-winning Indiana Broadcasters Association guy. Yeah, okay, thanks so much. (laughs) I'll uh, be back next week, everybody, with another version of all kinds of people. Have a good week. I'm in Muncie, Indiana.